Hello, and welcome to Zach's Corner, your favorite show right here on Body Snatch, the official audio network of the pod people. And of course, as always, I am your host, Zach. How you doing, guys? <laughs> I know it's been like a, a little bit. Uh, last one we did was Slaughter High, and uh, didn't do one last week due to, I don't know, laziness or general incompetence, whatever you want to blame it on. Uh, it's expensive not to do the show, is what I'm realizing. I've already paid $30 into the Pod People Discretionary Fund this year, and uh, it's not fun having to hand over a fiver when I don't do one. <laughs> you would think that'd be incentive enough to never miss one, but uh, whatever's, you know, reason. Not doing so hot upstairs, man. I've been very distracted all the time, and uh, just uh, not doing great. Uh, so it's like kind of slow moving, and... You know, I've been able to talk myself out of every movie I can think of for whatever reason. I just can't focus. It's been making writing being a pain in the ass, too, and I'm just kind of, like, zoning out everywhere. Like, pretty much, like, at my actual work work, just going through the motions at this point. <laughs> Which might freak people out that are listening, but doesn't matter. I don't have a job that can affect people, so it's cool. I can totally zone out at work and just be a zombie. Yeah, so, it's, uh, slow moving over here. So I'm sorry I missed one, uh, you know. I never intend to miss one. It just happens more than it should. <laughs> we were so hopeful in January, weren't we, that we were going to hit 52. And it's not going to happen. And I'm a little bummed out. I really thought we could have done it. And now it's just like, well, that was a pipe dream. But, uh, oh, well, we're not talking about the past. We're talking about the present. And the present is we have a new movie for you. You know, new week is Zach's Corner. And uh, I, I did I, I did one uh, last week. Um, when I was trying to figure out what movie to do. I wasted all of last Wednesday, it was my day off, trying to figure out a movie, and I just couldn't land on one. And then Thursday, I was also off last week, and then they were like, hey man, want to come in at 6 a.m.? And I was like, sure, <laughs> I'll come into work. And so then I was like, crap, I got to do a podcast, what am I going to do? So when I was at work... Uh, because, you know, I'm me, and I'm terrible, and I try to pass the buck and get someone else to do the work for me, because, you know, Zach is a garbage friend, after all. I went to my favorite co-worker, my best friend at work, like, the guiding light that gets me through that horrible place, uh, my friend Izzy, and I was like, what's your favorite movie ever? And she was like, The Breakfast Club. I was like, cool, I'll do it on the show. And then you know what I did? When I got off work, I ended up not recording the episode last week. <laughs> so not only did I let you guys down, I let down the lovely and talented Izzy. And I didn't do a show for her, and I feel terrible. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I'm going to send her the link to this. Hopefully she listens to it, and she knows that, Izzy, I adore you. I'm sorry I missed it. Here it is, though, all right? I did do it. I got to it, all right? So here's the Breakfast Club, and uh, that's that's what we're doing, all right? I wasn't sure how podcastable this was. Like, uh, I look, I want to start by saying I really, really love this movie. One of my favorite movies ever, so it's kind of funny that, that that's, like, her favorite movie. I was like, that's cool, man. Like, you know, always good when you have your friends that are like-minded, right? Always a good thing. But, uh, yeah, so this is when I grew up in, you know, grew up watching, and it's like, you know, cool. All right, I can do this movie, no problem. 
But I was like, it's a really, it's a dramatic kind of like talky movie, right? Like this is one you really got to watch. And of course, that will be my recommendation. Before you like do this like little review, I would say watch The Breakfast Club. It's like an hour and 40. You're not wasting your time. It's good. I think it's got universal themes, right? Like, you know, everyone was at that age at some point. So kind of appeals to people in that way. Um, you know, I, I, I know like a lot of John Hughes movies have come under fire for being, I don't know, racist or sexist or whatever problems everyone wants to throw on movies that don't have, you know, diverse casting or that are bad to women. I don't know. I'm not touching on all that. <laughs> People perceive movies however they want to perceive them, all right? Like, you know, if you're offended, buy a movie, don't watch it. If you don't get offended, then just watch everything. Watch all the movies. That's what I suggest. Watch everything. <laughs> anyway, that's enough rambling. <laughs> uh, fun facts. Of course, this was released February 15th, 1985. Uh, we had a budget of $1 million. Uh, We had a gross in the U.S. of $45 million. And our worldwide gross was $51 million. So my guess would be is they didn't release this to a lot of other countries. I don't know. But uh, making, you know, $50 million off of a movie about a bunch of high school kids in detention, not a bad day at the office. <laughs> Say what you will about John Hughes. That guy knew how to move some tickets, all right? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, of course, directed by John Hughes, uh, who did Pretty in Pink, did 16 Candles, and then the one movie I think everyone can, like, agree upon is just so amazing. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I mean, who doesn't love Ferris Bueller's Day Off? There's probably people that are like, ah, fuck that movie. But, man, that was the movie back in the day. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've uh, riled up the audience a little bit too much today. And, uh, you know, I got my, uh, my, uh, intro in, you know, I, I, I put my friend over, who, you know, is one of my favorite people, you know, so gotta do the movie for her, and then, uh, you know, that's, that's what we're doing. Um, I think we just gotta get to the movie, right? Yep, that's all the housekeeping stuff. Cool beans. This is Zach's Corner, and this is The Breakfast Club. Alright, we start with the title sequence, and then, uh, you know, we get the iconic song from this, you know, Don't You Forget About Me, right? Ah, uh, fuck. Is it Tears for Fears? Who does it? You guys will blast me later. Who gives a shit? Don't you forget about me. He's playing over the thing. And then we hear the voiceover. It's 1984 uh, in March in Shermer, Illinois. And we're at Shermer High School. And then we hear the uh, voiceover. Of course, this is Brian's voice. And uh, he's uh, reading an essay. And he's saying, you know, like, you want us to tell you who we are. You know, it's like you guys already have a preconceived notion of who we are. You know, high school dramedy stuff, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we get their little archetypes in here, right? We have, like, a nerdy guy. We have an athlete. Uh, you know, we have the uh, criminal type. And then we have, like, kind of, like, the outcast basket casey kind of chick. And then the uh, the cool chick, right? Like, the uh, prom queen type chick, right? And then, uh, then we see our kids arrived after this little voiceover. And uh, the order in which they're dropped off is Claire's there first. We find out right away why she's in detention. It's for ditching class. And uh, her dad's like super passive about it. He's like, I'll make it up to you. Don't worry. And then we see Brian dropped off. And uh, he's getting like lectured by his mom. He's like, is this the first time or the last time? And he's like, the last time. Right? <laughs> Which is really funny. Then Andrew shows up. And he's the uh, jock guy. He's the wrestler. And, uh, you know, he's just screwing around. And his dad's like, hey. Everyone screws around. Problem is, you got caught, you know. And he's just kind of a dick. He's like, don't let it become a problem, you know what I mean? 
you know, don't blow your scholarship, that kind of shit. And then we see Bender, and then uh, he walks in unaccompanied. He's not dropped off. He has to walk to school. I've been there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then we see Allison. She's dumped at the, you know, front of the school, and her parents drive off when she tries to get back in the car. So we don't even meet her parents either. And then uh, we all meet in the library. Uh, this is for detention, right? It's like a Saturday school type thing. And then uh, immediately we see kind of like the character dynamics, right? Because you see the two popular people, like the athlete and the uh, prissy girl, right? They, they sit next to each other, like Andrew and Claire right there. And then uh, uh, Bender, he's like the tough guy. He bullies Brian, the nerd, to go sit by himself. You know, go on that side of the thing. And then we see our uh, loner chick, uh, you know, Allison. And she goes sit in the back of the room by herself, right? And then... Um, yeah, then we meet our principal, or I think he's the vice principal. His name is uh, Richard Vernon, and we'll affectionately just call him Dick the rest of the movie because John Bender tells us to. And how could we disagree with John Bender? <laughs> and uh, Claire, she's like, I don't belong here. And then, uh, and then Dick tells us we have about nine hours of Saturday school, which seems egregious. Could you imagine that? Oh, my God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> And then uh, he expects them not to talk or move or sleep. And then he's like, I want you guys to write essays. There'll be no more than a thousand words on who you think you are, right? And uh, yeah, this guy's a total namesake, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> then there's tension between uh, Bender and uh, Dick right off the bat. Like, you know, there's, there's prior history there. And then uh, we find out Brian, he's a little bit of a kiss-ass, right? Because Dick's like... You know, find out if you want to be here again. And Brian stands up and he's just like, oh, for me, sir, no, I, I don't want to be here next Saturday, you know, sir. Right. And it's just kind of like, all right. <laughs> and then uh, as Dick's leaving, he tells him, no monkey business. My office is right across from the library, right? Like there's, you know, the hallway between them, but the doors are both open so he can still hear what's going on in the room. And then, uh, you know, Bender, he makes fun of him. And then uh, Dick gives him an extra Saturday. And then as soon as Dick leaves, uh, you know, we start to get our interactions between the, uh, the kids, right? It's like the feeling out process. And then, um, you know, we found out early on Bender's kind of the instigator for the action in this, right? Like he's going to be the driving force of uh, why things are happening. And he kind of gets everybody talking. And right away there's tension between Andrew and Bender. And then uh, Bender kind of goes after Claire a little bit, you know. And then uh, he's making enough of a fuss. Uh, that, you know, Dick yells at him, like, you know, what's going on in there? And then Bender's like, uh, we got to close the door or, you know, no fun can be had. Like, you know, we got to make sure we get rid of the babysitter, so to speak. And then, um, you know, Andrew, he kind of lays into Bender and, uh, you know, he's like, Bender, you don't even count. If you disappear tomorrow, no one will notice. He's just kind of a dick to him. And then, uh, you know, Claire, she lays into Bender, too. She's like, you know, you're afraid because you, you know, don't belong and you don't want to be, like, you know, left out of things. So you just don't join them. And then we just hear Brian off in the background talking about how he's involved in all these different activities. And it's a really funny moment. <laughs> and I love it. And then uh, Claire and Bender, they kind of banter a little bit. And then uh, Bender asks Brian, you know, what's he mumbling about in the background? And then Brian's telling him about how he's in the physics club and, like, the math club and all these other clubs and how they go to, like, ballrooms and stuff and, like, different conventions or whatever the fuck he says, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's real fun. And I, I find, uh, you know, Brian very endearing, right? Like, he's, he's the most relatable of the bunch, right? 
It probably says something about me that I'm like, that guy, I, I can relate to that guy, right? Because everyone wants to be cool, right? You know, I, I think the idealized versions, everyone wants to be uh, Andrew or Bender, you know what I mean? But I think realistically, most of us were just like Brian in high school. We kind of just existed, floated by, and we had the friends we had, and we were lucky to have them, goddammit. <laughs> and then um, Andrew, he's kind of trying to take control of the room. He tells everybody to shut up, and then he's arguing with Bender, and then uh, Dick, he goes, he leaves his office for a reason. And then <laughs> Bender, he goes to the door and he takes some screws out of the uh, the mechanism of the door that allows it to be propped open. And uh, then the door slams closed and then uh, Dick comes. And, uh, you know, they tell Bender, you know, to fix the door. And uh, he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I've been here before. It's cool, it's cool. Then Dick comes back and he's yelling. And, uh, you know, Bender says, uh, yeah, we didn't do it. Like a screw must have fallen out. And then everybody backs him up. Everyone's like, yeah, we don't know what happened. Why would anybody steal a screw? And then even Andrew is like backing up Bender, which is real interesting. And then <laughs> we have a hilarious moment where uh, Dick gets Andrew to prop open the door with a magazine stand. And then Bender's like, that's real clever, sir. But what if there's a fire? And <laughs> then Dick makes Andrew move the magazine stand. And then uh, he goes and makes him sit down. And he's just like, I expected more from Varsity Letterman. And then, um, so then Dick's like leaving upset and then, uh, he tells him, you know, no more messing around, you know, and then, uh, Bender, he kind of tells off Dick and then, uh, they kind of get in an argument back and forth and Bender keeps talking shit and then Dick keeps countering by adding a Saturday and then it ends up to where he's added on now two months of, uh, Bender's Saturdays. And then, uh, before he leaves, Dick threatens everybody else and then, uh, then we get a little bit of a time-killing montage, right? Uh, we see uh, Bender, he's smoking. And then, uh, you know, Claire, she's just kind of zoned out. We see <laughs> the hilarious charms of life. Brian just gets a random boner. Everyone remembers hormones, right? <laughs> and then Allison's just there. She's kind of, she's drawing and uh, all this other stuff. And Andrew's just kind of milling about, you know, messing around. And then, um, eventually, one at a time, they all start to begin to nap. And then, uh, it's, it's sometime later, the dick comes in, and he wakes him up. And he's like, alright, who has to go to the bathroom? And then later, we see all the kids, uh, they're kind of just chilling. And, uh, Bender, uh, he's destroying books, and, uh, he's rearranging, uh, you know, title cards in the directory thing, so that way everything's out of order, you know, just really dumb, like, petty criminal stuff, right? Because you got to know he's the bad boy, right? <laughs> and then uh, we see a little posturing between uh, Andrew and Bender. Uh, they're kind of jockeying for Claire's attention a little bit, you know? So that's, of course, guy stuff. And then uh, we get a little bit more background on the characters. And the Claire's parents, uh, you know, they're kind of get about to get divorced. And then Bender's asking, you know, uh, Andrew what he thinks about his parents. And this almost leads to a fight between Andrew and Bender. And then uh, Brian, sweet Brian, he intervenes and he tries to talk about his parents and everyone just kind of shrugs Brian off. And then, um, oh yeah, and then Bender goes on the attack on Claire, trying to make her uncomfortable, asking about if she's a virgin or not, and he's a total dick about it. And then Andrew steps in and he's just like, hey man, you gotta stop being such a dick to everybody. And uh, they get in a little bit of a scrape, and Andrew's able to wrestle uh, Bender to the ground, and then he lets him up, and uh, Bender, you know, 
He's like, I don't want to get into this, man. And Andrew's like, why not? He's like, because I'd fucking kill you. And then he pulls out a knife. And then he puts that knife and he stabs it in the back of a chair. And he's just like, you know, I don't want that mess on my hands. And we have a hilarious moment where Allison reaches over and she steals the knife. As she will steal several things throughout this movie. It's one of the really fun moments in this film is when she steals things. At least for me. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Then Andrew tells uh, Bender, you know, stop being a dick. And then uh, we get the janitor come in. It's Carl. And him and Brian, they have a, you know, a little bit of pleasantries exchanged. And then Bender's kind of trying to make fun of the janitor. And then the janitor fights back, right? And so, you know, he's like, I'm not taking this shit. Then we see it's 11.30 a.m. And uh, uh, it's time for lunch. And we see the kids, they're all whistling. They're like... <laughs> right, like they're whistling, and then um, when Dick walks in, Bender, of course, goes. <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> in case you didn't know, <laughs> I really love this movie, and uh, I can quote just about any part of this movie, and uh, it's one of the movies I grew up with, like me and my siblings and my mom still quote this movie to each other all the time. So it's like, it's a household favorite. Like, there's a handful of movies to where like my family would actually agree to watch and this is on the short list of movies that we were always like yeah let's just watch the breakfast club that's a great time to kill time so i like really am in this movie right <laughs> so it's a great choice inspired choice i'm happy it was uh, it was suggested so thanks for that uh, i really do appreciate it and then um uh dick's like all right it's time for lunch and uh, he sends andrew and allison to go get drinks for everybody because there's a whole hubbub, you know, about getting drinks. And then um, Andrew's kind of trying to talk to a Allison. They have a little bit of a moment. And then uh, we find out Andrew, he's kind of stuck. He doesn't necessarily like the whole wrestling thing. Like, he kind of feels like he's good at it, so he does it, right? Like, you know, other people are in control of, like, his fate, you know. So that's a real interesting thing. And then we see Bender, Claire, and Brian. Uh, they're just kind of bantering in the library. And then Bender's kind of picking on Brian. And then he gets to admit he's a virgin, right? Because virginity is only ever a thing in high school, right? Like, that's the only time anybody ever cares. Maybe, like, a little bit in college. But, like, the older you get, like, the less people really give a shit. They're like, who cares? But for some reason, it does matter in high school, right? Like, that was, like, a mark of, like, ooh, they're edgy or ooh, they're cool. They had the sex, right? Like, it's it's really funny. So, like, some of the dumb high schooly stuff does slip into this. But, I mean, they're high school students, right? So it makes sense. I mean, all the actors are clearly in their 20s, but I digress. <laughs> and so it's a funny thing. And then Bender tries to clown on Brian for it. But then, you know, Claire defends and backs him up. She's like, it's totally fine. And then we get some lunchtime fun. Uh, Claire, she's eating some sush. That one's just for Dutch. And then Andrew, he's eating, like, everything. He's got, like, three sandwiches, a bag of chips, a big thing of cookies. Like, he's eating, like, the entire world. And then Allison... She's eating the most interesting sandwich. She makes something with, uh, like, it looks like Captain Crunch and some pixie sticks. And everyone's just, like, watching her, like, what the hell? And then uh, Brian, he just has, like, a normal lunch. He's got a sandwich and some soup. And then Bender's like, did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? And then Brian's like, no, Mr. Johnson, which is one of my favorite lines. And then Bender, he goes on to make fun of Brian some more. He does some improv about what life would be at Brian's house. And it's just like a typical, you know, like, 
white bread family, you know, like, oh, let's go fishing. And Brian's like, but I got homework to do. And then uh, Andrew's like, oh, that's really easy. What about your household? And then Bender goes into this long story. Not really long story, but, like, he goes into this whole, like, domestic violence, like, horrific situation. And then Andrew's like, oh, that's bullshit. And then Jen, and then Bender, he pulls up the sleeve on his shirt and he shows uh, Andrew. He's like, that looks like the size of a cigar. You think I'm full of shit now? And then uh, Bender, he gets pissed off and then he goes to go sit by himself after, you know, a little bit of destruction in the library. And everyone's pissed off at Andrew for being addicted. You know, Bender, they're like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then uh, we see Dick, he's having lunch and he spills his coffee everywhere. So he has to go clean that up. So he leaves his office. And then Bender, he leads everybody on a mission to his locker to go get pot. <laughs> and uh, they're all along. They're running through the hallways. And then we get in some uh, fun hijinks when they're trying to avoid Vernon. You know, they're, they're avoiding uh, Dick. And it's really hilarious. And then they get to a point to where um, uh, Bender's like, hey, man, we got to cut through the cafeteria. And then Andrew's like, no way, you know, uh, druggie, we're going through the activities hall, right? And so everyone just follows Andrew because, you know, he's a strong leader. And then he gets them to a dead end. It's locked off. And then Andrew's like, good job. I mean, uh, Bender's like, good job, asshole. And then, um, like, what are we going to do now? We're all in trouble. And Bender's like, not all of us. So he takes his pot and he puts it in uh, Brian's pants. And then he runs off distracting Vernon as everybody gets off into the library. Everyone gets back to the library. And uh, he's in the gym playing basketball. And then Dick grabs him aggressively and then pulls him into the library. And he says, you guys are going to be able to Bender for the rest of the day. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. And then he takes him to um, a closet and then he threatens Bender. He's like, I'm going to find you someday. I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. Which is so funny. Because I've heard that phrase so many times. Like, you know. I'm not going to say by who. Because then, like, everyone will be, like, all worried. But, like, never, like, it. I, I'm just going to stop talking. But I definitely had that phrase said to me by somebody. <laughs> and that somebody knows who it is. And I, and they, I want them to be on the grill right now. Like, they know who it is. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> then he just, uh, he locks him in, like, this storage closet. And then Dick, he goes to the restroom, and then Bender, he crawls through the ceiling back to the library. Uh, but on his way, his weight is too much, and he crashes through the roof, and it creates a huge sound. And then Dick, he comes running into the library, and Bender hides under the table. And, uh, <laughs> they're all, like, trying to distract Dick, because he's like, I was in my office, and I heard a ruckus. And they're kind of like making dumb noises like, was that the ruckus? <laughs> and then Bender hits his head on the table and they knock on the table. And then um, he goes full perv and he tries to go up uh, Claire's skirt. And then she closes her legs on his head and he's like, ah, and they all start coughing. And then Dick's like, something's going on here. I don't know what. He's like, I'm going to be across the hall. And then uh, Bender, he comes out from under the table. And then, you know, Claire hits him as she should because, you know, he's being a scumbag. And then uh, he takes his pot back from Brian, and he's going to get high. And Claire follows almost immediately. And then Brian, he goes to, he, he and Andrew are kind of mouthing to each other, like, dude, are we going to go smoke out? And then uh, Brian's like, I'm just going to go do a little bit. And he goes. And then Andrew is just sitting there, and he's like, shit, because he knows he's got to go too, right? And so then we just see Allison. She's the only one that doesn't go to get high. And then... um. 
You see Dick, he goes down to the basement. And then we get upstairs to, you know, a fun high montage, you know, with everybody. And uh, Claire, Bender, and Brian, they're kind of in a circle, and they're kind of talking. And then Andrew hotboxes a room, runs around the entire, like, length of the library upstairs, goes back into the room, and then breaks the window by yelling. He's, like, completely just gone. He's a wild man. It's pretty great. <laughs> and then in the basement, we see Dick. He's reading the personal files, and he's confronted by uh, our janitor, Kyle. Uh, Carl. I don't know why I said Kyle. Who the fuck is Kyle the janitor? Is there another janitor in this movie? But he's confronted by Carl. And then uh, they talk a little bit. Uh, and then we're back upstairs and Brian, Andrew, and Allison, they're talking. And, uh, you know, we're getting some character stuff while, look while looking through each other's wallets and purses. Right? And then Bender and Claire, they're talking somewhere else. And then uh, Bender and Claire, they have some banter. And uh, in this, we find out that Brian's way into voter fraud, which I'm pretty sure is a felony. So good job, Brian, living on the edge. And then Allison is, uh, you know, kind of unsatisfied at home. She's kind of ready to book it whenever she can. And so that's, you know. And then uh, Andrew and Allison, they kind of have a bond with each other because they go and talk by themselves. And they're, they're kind of arguing. But then, uh, you know, Allison tells Andrew, you know, I feel ignored by my parents. And, you know, Andrew, he gets that, right? And so that's, you know, that they have a good moment. And then uh, back downstairs, while drinking beers, Dick and Carl, uh, they talk, you know, about the young people. And Dick's like, oh, they're all bad and stuff and whatever. And then Carl's like kind of defending the kids. He's like, not really, man. He's like, you know, would you like you when you were a kid? He's like, it's just the way it is, man. You know, the young people don't like old people. It's what happens, right? And so, you know, that's, that's a fun little moment they have together. And then, then, yeah, oh, and then we're upstairs, and this is, like, the big moment in the movie, right, because they're all in, like, a little circle, like, the whole gang's talking to each other, and then, you know, it starts kind of light with, like, a silly question, then it escalates pretty quickly, and then Allison says uh, she's a nymphomaniac, and then Claire doesn't believe her, and then uh, through Allison's story of nymphomania and banging her shrink, uh, her and the rest of the group end up getting Claire to admit that, oh, she's actually a virgin, right? And everyone's like, was that so hard? And then Allison's like, uh, don't worry, I'm a virgin too. Like, not wanting to make Claire feel bad. She's like, I'm just a compulsive liar. And then she's mad, and they kind of like yell at each other a little bit. And then Andrew, for whatever reason, jumps on a live grenade, and he takes the hot seat. And then we find out what he did to get into detention. Uh, he beat up a kid. And uh, with, like, athletic tape, taped his ass cheeks together. So that's real fun. And he said when they pulled off the tape, they pulled off most of the hair and skin. So that's horrifying. And then he tells us that he did it for his old man, right? He wanted him to think he was cool, right? Because like, he's like, my dad, he used to always, you know, lay into people. And I always felt like he was disappointed in me. And then uh, he gets real emotional, right? And he's, like, uh, talking about how, like, he wishes, you know, his knee would give out. So he wouldn't have to wrestle anymore. And, like, his dad would just leave him alone. It's like really sad. And then Bender jumps in with the greatest line. He's like, I think your dad and my dad should go bowling. So that's kind of like a fun, you know, they're coming together too, even after all the friction they've had earlier. So that's good. And then Brian, he jumps in the line of fire and uh, he's talking about, you know, he understands the pressure, you know, because he's under a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, he's failing shop, you know, and doesn't like himself because of that. And then uh, he's like, I'm not good at it. You know, he's like, I thought it was going to be easy because of all the idiots that take shop. And Bender's like, well, I take shop. And, you know, Brian's just kind of, like, awkward. And then he's like, what do you know about trigonometry? 
And then Bender's like, who gives a shit, right? <laughs> and then Brian's like, without trigonometry, there'd be no engineering. And then uh, Bender's like, yeah, without lamps, there'd be no light, right? Because uh, Brian, he couldn't make a lamp. And then that's like a point of contention between those two. And then we find out some secret talents. Like Allison can do a lot of things with her feet, including eating and playing the piano. And then uh, Claire can put up makeup on uh, using her cleavage. So that's real interesting stuff. Then Bender's kind of a dick, and then everybody jumps on him for being a dick. And then, uh, you know, Bender, he gets defensive. And then uh, he throws Andrew's line back at him. He's like, you know, I don't count, right? If I disappeared tomorrow, no one would even notice. So, he's like, so why does it matter what I say, right? And then he attacks Claire, and then, you know, he's doing the whole woe is me thing. It's like, oh, you've had everything handed to you, my life's shit, like all that kind of crap. And then uh, he bullies Claire into crying. And then... Um, you know, Andrew, he kind of, you know, he tries to swerve the conversation away, right? And, uh, you know, he's like, are we going to end up like our parents? And then Allison says it's inevitable uh, because when you grow up, your heart dies, which is really sad. And then Brian, just to fill, just to continue on the feels train, was like, hey, man, are we all going to be friends on Monday? And then Claire's like, no, we're going to be, we're not going to be friends, right? She's kind of shitty about it. And then uh, Bender's like, you're a bitch. And then she's like, yeah, you're not going to be cool to them either. And then Brian's like, oh, so Allison and I are just better people? She's like, He's like, I'll still be cool to you guys on Monday no matter what. And then Claire's like, well, yeah, because you and all your friends look up to us, so it'd be cool if we said hi to you. And then Brian's like, oh, you're so conceited. Like, you suck, right? And then he goes into the story of, uh, you know, how he got there, right? He's like, they found a gun in my locker, right? And like, what's the gun for? And then he's like, hey, it was a flare gun, right? It went off in my locker. The, the fucking elephant was destroyed. And everybody starts laughing because it's, like, really funny, right? It's good because it's, like, a good diffusing thing, right? Because Brian's, like, at his lowest. You know, he's talking about, you know, attempted suicide thing. And then uh, <laughs> he tried to use a fucking flare gun to kill himself. So it's a really funny moment. And then uh, so it's a good break, like, a good moment of levity to bring everybody back. And then Allison adds to uh, the moment of levity going, yeah, I wasn't supposed to be here. I just had nothing better to do. And they're all laughing, and it's fun. And so everyone's fine, right? But yeah, we get through that real heavy, good emotional scene. Like I said, you guys got to watch this. Because, like, I'm kind of rushing through, and I know I'm not doing a perfect job, and this will not be a very good review. Uh, but uh, it's a great movie, and I really do think more people should watch it. So it's worthwhile venturing me trying to do it. And hopefully, like, I interest you enough to actually want to watch the movie. That's the whole point, right? <laughs> And then um, we get a dancing montage because it's the fucking 1980s. And that's what they do, like, in 80s movies, man. There has to be dancing. That's just part of it. <laughs> and then we see Bender. He sneaks back to his closet. And then, uh, you know, Claire, she convinces Brian to write the paper for everybody. She's like, oh, we're all going to say the same thing, so you might as well write it. Everyone agrees. And then Claire, she gets Allison a makeover. And then Claire, she goes to talk to Bender, and then uh, Allison comes out, and then Andrews are all impressed with the makeover, and you see Brian working on the paper by himself. <laughs> and then Bender and Claire, they're kind of having a touching moment in the closet. Uh, Claire kisses Bender's neck, and, you know, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, wouldn't your parents hate me and you being together? Like, this is like Bender's pitch, you know, to that. And then we see uh, Brian, he finishes the paper, and he's all happy with himself. He's, like, kissing the paper. He's punching himself in the arm, going, yeah, I did it. 
And then the whole gang, they walk out together. And then Brian, he gets in the car alone. And then Andrew and Allison, they kiss before they go off to their prospective cars. And then, you know, Bender and Claire, they kiss. And uh, Claire gives uh, Bender, you know, one of her earrings. And then uh, we get the voiceover, you know, going, uh, you know, you know, you see us how you want to see us, you know, as these certain things. But we're all, you know, parts of us are everything. Like everybody is, you know, complicated, essentially, right? Like everybody is everything, right? Nobody is defined by one trait. So that's kind of like the point they're trying to get across with that. And then, uh, you know, Bender, he walks off through the football field. He does the little fist pump into the air. And then we pause in the freeze frame. And then we get credits. And then don't you forget about me he's playing again. So that's, uh, that's the end of The Breakfast Club. I just want to point out something that has always bugged me. Bro, they make Brian write the paper, right? And he's still, like, he, he ends up alone in all this, man. Poor Brian, you know? I hope he does well in college for himself, because Brian just gets hosed. It ain't right. <laughs> Poor dear Brian. I love that guy. But, uh, yeah, Breakfast Club's amazing. Uh, thanks, Izzy, for having me do it for Zach's Corner. It was a lot of fun. It was good to uh, jaunt down memory lane. I hadn't watched this movie in a couple years, uh, and so it was really fun to get back in it. Uh, I really do love this film, and I think you guys will totally dig it, too. Uh, if not, you know, it's cool. Because I know Dutch hates this movie. So, I mean, there you go. You know, that's two pod people differing opinions there. So if you side more with Dutch, probably don't watch it. If you, you know, side more over here with us rambunctious kids, you know, on Zach's Corner, I, I, you're going to love it. I promise you. Uh, definitely worth watching, though. All right? And then if you hate it, just write me some angry uh, message. And you know how you can do that? You can do that uh, on the link to this video, at, or this audio thing. I always say video, I don't know. But you can li you can link to this episode on our Facebook. If you get on Facebook, you search at DTZ, the pod people. It'll pop up, and then you can gripe at me about how you didn't like this movie in the comments on this episode, in a private message you can send us on our page, or in an email. And that's also where you would suggest other movies if you guys want me to do something that you want to see. I mean, I definitely need help because not doing horror movies is kind of rough. I'm kind of in a horror rut. Even in my recreational watching of movies, I've been literally just watching like horror movies. Like, it's been a problem. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've just been in an odd mood. And so uh, it was nice to watch this, you know, kind of more of a, you know, fun movie. Although, I mean, a bit of a downer in points. But uh, no, it's a great movie. You guys should all watch The Breakfast Club. Uh, that's enough rambling from your old buddy, Zach. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Um, I love you so very much. And I will see you all very, very soon. All right? Thanks again, Izzy, for the suggestion. Hope you enjoyed the episode. All right, guys. Bye!